Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. So in today's episode, we have the beautiful Freya joining us from Perth. Is that correct? Yeah, from Western Australia. (laughs) Yes, we have Australia in the house. Freya, tell me about you. Tell me about your journey and and tell tell us about Yoni Mapping. Uh, So basically, I am a Yoni Mapping therapist and a holistic sex educator and coach. So there's, I guess, two parts to that. The sex educator coach bit, a little bit more self-explanatory. And if you haven't heard of Yoni Mapping Therapy, uh, basically it is a modality for women by women. And a bit of context, the word Yoni is actually a Sanskrit term for vagina, vulva, basically those those reproductive organs of the female body. It's an all-encompassing term. And so the modality that I practice includes a combination of talk therapy and sex education and coaching as well as full body massage and then internal as well as external vaginal massage and mapping so it's pretty niche it's pretty fringe but basically every session is at least three hours long we have a pot of tea we chat about what's going on for you in regards to you know your sexuality your self-pleasure practice your body image your relationships all of that sort of stuff and then we launch into the body work, which culminates in a vaginal massage of the external vulva and then inside the pelvic bowl through the vagina. So that can be for tension release, for trauma release and emotional release, healing, you know, sexual trauma, rehabilitating scar tissue after birth, preparing to give birth, sensitizing the whole space and creating more suppleness and circulation in there so that you're able to feel more pleasure and just generally creating a bit of a I guess a neurological map of your internal landscape inside the vagina and that sort of pelvic hammock so that your brain can start creating more pleasure pathways and you can be experiencing deeper orgasms and I guess, more variety in terms of where you're feeling pleasure from and the different kinds of organs. Yeah, so just experience, uh, I guess, more pleasure and sensitivity, create pleasure pathways neurologically and create a bit of a map of that internal landscape so that you're able to, I suppose, feel more connected and cultivate a deeper relationship with the vagina and with your sexual energy. And then obviously that will lead to having more rewarding and connected experiences with yourself in self-pleasure and with a partner during lovemaking. I I love it. I love it. Have you ever had girls, like say, for example, if you wake up trauma or they come from, have you ever had girls start crying with you while you're doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Crying is, um, is a really big part of, it's quite common. There's often emotional releases of all different kinds. So sometimes that can uh, be like shaking or emotions arising in the body. A lot of the time it turns into tears or anger or, you know, these, it's, it's quite a typical reaction when there has been a memory or a, or, you know, traumatic energy stored inside the vagina. 
and it's arising, but I'm very trauma-informed in my approach. So I hold space for that and basically facilitate that release in a really safe container so that it doesn't kind of go into catharsis and re-triggering the trauma, but it's actually a really safe space for them to process it and integrate it and feel the emotions and just allow it to pass through the body and be released through those tears or through crying, screaming, shaking, whatever it needs to be. Yeah. Wow, that is powerful. So, Because especially like if you trigger memory, then obviously bring flashbacks. Say if it's a situation where like it brings anger, would we then like continue or would we then navigate it so that then you provide a space of like protection of like love and light? Well, it just depends. It's very different um, with each client. And I guess because I've had a good hour and a half to chat with them about their history, so you know, I yeah. kind of know what approach to take. But usually I, I would encourage them to really express that anger. And it's often about an incident that happened where their power was taken away and something happened to them, maybe sexual abuse or a violation. And so I'll get them to kind of go a little bit into it. And if the anger is arising, then encourage that to be felt. And then for them to actually speak to the person and say out loud what they needed to say but couldn't say in the moment so yeah we work through that if I feel like it's going into territory where they're they're going to dissociate or something like that then definitely we'll bring them back into the body back into you know remembering a beautiful memory where they were feeling safe where they were feeling loved and just like bring back that sense of safety yeah um but yeah facilitate it as as I kind of intuitively feel it needs to to go down in the moment wow that's powerful and the beautiful thing about it was that I was looking for your social is there only 25 practitioners in the world that are trained to do this yeah yeah so yoni mapping therapy is actually a specific modality that is you know it involves a stringent training it's accredited and registered as an official modality with um, particular governing board and so there are similar modalities maybe called yoni massage or yoni mapping or different things that different practitioners do but they're different trainings and it's quite an unregulated space in general so Yoni mapping therapy, which is the modality that I practice, there was only just this one training and 25 of us that got trained around the world. And then that's it. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing because because 20 is like, even though it's a big world and, and Freya is on the yeah. other side of the world. So if we were like, oh my God, like what about your services? You're like in Perth. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm like five hours south of Perth. I'm in a really rural country area now. So pretty tricky to um to do that although I do offer online sessions and stuff and there are practitioners that do similar things around the world it's just really tricky to find a good one that you can completely trust yeah (laughs) exactly Freya what was you doing before this like what was your journey um so I I sort of dabbled in I worked in hospitality um cookery and patisserie chocolate making for a quite a few years and then I went into childcare so I was doing early learning yeah it's been a pretty like kind of yeah non-linear trajectory to where I am now but I did a lot of childcare early learning um, early education up to like preschool age and a lot of nannying I sort of played in a bunch of bands and dabbled in starting my own business making organic skincare and just different bits and bobs like that being a professional fairy at kids birthday parties you know I've tried quite a few different things and you'd be you'd be an excellent fairy 
you haven't yet because because of your energy and the way you speak and you speak with so much calmness and I was was watching your FAQs and in and then the patience you'll take to answer answer each question because yeah it takes patience and then sometimes I can imagine Uh, you you would get sometimes the same questions over and over again (laughs) I do I do but yeah thank you beautiful compliment that's amazing so so then when did you okay so we did the chocolate we did the childcare, we did uh, your own skin brand so so how how is that are you still doing that yeah very quietly on the back burner I sort of I still make all of my own products for me and friends and things I make a really beautiful organic lube and all sorts of different products but I haven't been selling them I used to do market stalls and things but I haven't been selling them lately I am working on getting it to market so that I'll have I think I'm going to focus mostly on the lube because it's quite complementary with what I do now and a lot of the time clients will ask me like which lubes are safe to use and good for your vagina so I'm working on the lube trying to get that to market so that I can uh, yeah start selling that online but that's very very much on the back burner just because I've got other things that are kind of yeah taking my energy at the moment and I, I kind of I moved into like body work, massage, sacred sexuality, all of that sort of thing about five or six, probably six years ago. And then I've been doing yoni mapping for five years. So yeah, it's been a while now that this has been my main jam. And it's definitely, it feels like, okay, yep, I found my thing. This is, this is where I'm going to put all my energy and, and this is my career now is really just building. Yeah. This sort of area. Um, of my expertise mm. I love it I love it Freya how how did you know this like you know because say when we try different things right we learn from it we can adapt we communicate so you try different things how did you know this was the one you just I think we tried so many things and I would always be excited about them to begin with and I'd have it's almost like that new relationship energy I'd have that with a job or a career and I'd be like oh maybe this is it maybe this is the thing you know I'm really good at this and then I would inevitably get bored or just a bit burnt out um and kind of reach a, a cap where I'm like, oh, I can't really go much further with this and I'm, I'm getting over it. It's not really, yeah, making me feel inspired anymore. And when I found sacred sexuality work, sex education, all of that, this sort of area, I just, one, there's like so much to learn and you can just continue to grow and develop your like knowledge base and your skills and expertise literally forever. You know, there's no cap, there's no limit on where I can go with it. So I just feel like a total nerd because I'm constantly still learning and researching and developing my skills. And then the other thing was I just I just felt very, very nourished and it's so rewarding. It's so fulfilling. I felt this sense of like, oh, okay, this is it. I don't have the urge to, you know, seek other things or maybe have that doubt. And after a few years, I was like, wow, this is, I've stuck with this longer than I've stuck with anything else. And I'm genuinely still super engaged. I feel very, very, very passionate about it. It's becoming more and more part of my identity and, and, you know, the reason I get up in the morning, because I feel like it, I mean, all of the things I did were quite service-based, like childcare is very service-based. It's important, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I just feel like I can help so many more people doing what I do now. And it's so fucking important, you know, like everyone's got shit around their sex. Everyone's got layers of conditioning and socialization and trauma and guilt and shame and 
it's just such an area that needs improvement and needs education and needs like these conversations to be happening. So every time I speak to a client or I put out an educational little video on my Instagram or something like that, I'm like, yeah, I'm like definitely making a really powerful impact. And this is important shit to be getting out there, you know? So I just, I feel like, yeah, my passion levels for it have just continued to increase. And I don't really think I could do anything else now. That's amazing, Freya. I love the part where you said it became part of your identity. So if mm. for, for anyone that's kind of wondering, what what, what would that mean? As in well, for starters, people... Sorry? Yeah, go for it. As in, I, like I'm saying it from the view from the person that's trying different jobs that doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's like thinking, this isn't, this doesn't suit me. This doesn't work for me. I don't see myself in this area. Well, I guess it's like, does it light you up? I know it's cliche, but like, do you really get excited? Do you feel nourished and fulfilled by it? Like, yes, the business side of it, the entrepreneurial side of it for me is fucking hard. And some days I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do this. But the actual work when I'm working with clients, when I'm doing podcast episodes, when I'm, you know, creating courses and like educational resources and having important conversations that literally transform people's lives. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the shit, you know, this is completely what I'm meant to be doing. I I feel like, you know, in the beginning, there might've been a little bit of doubt or imposter syndrome, but you just, you know, for me personally, I just kept getting feedback flooding in and people saying how much I'd you know, help that's, them and, that's amazing. and what an impact I'd have. Yeah. And then, you know, people kind of think of you as like, I just get called, you know, regarding the, the identity question, I get called like the vagina lady or, you know, people will send me if they see like a funny little meme about cupcakes with vulvas on them, then they'll send them to me or like a pussy tea cozy. They'll send that to me. And I was like, oh, wow. Like people are really remembering me as being, you know, within that, within that field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within that field. So you're yeah. the go-to within that field. And you're like, yeah, that's my girl. Mm. That's amazing. And, yeah. and yours constantly being reassured, which is saying that, okay, you are on the right path. I am doing an amazing job and, and keep at it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think if I wasn't getting that continuous reassurance from the people I worked with and like that external validation, which like it, you know, ideally you wouldn't need the external validation, but I feel like you'd be a total narcissist if you didn't, you know, get pretty chuffed and buoyed up by someone giving you a beautiful compliment about your work or letting you know how much, you know, you helped them because that's what makes it worth it. Like that's what gets you through the days where you're just slogging it out on digital marketing strategies and SEO and you're trying to build your fucking website side even though you barely know how to check your emails and like for me personally I'm not tech savvy I'm not into marketing or sales the digital side of things social media all of that was like something that I really resisted and I didn't want to have to do but for my business it's essential and on the days that I was kind of slogging it out doing YouTube tutorial after fucking YouTube tutorial and webinar I was like I was really like feeding off the feedback that I would get from client work and from people actually like reading my posts and being like, hey, that had such an impact. I really needed to hear that today. Or like I went and had this conversation with a friend after reading your post and it just totally opened up this beautiful, vulnerable conversation. And thank you so much. You know, like I definitely need that to get me through because it's not easy, like trailblazing your own path and trying to start your own business, especially in a, you know, an industry that's like quite stigmatized and taboo 
yeah, I needed all of those little little tasty treats along the way to like keep me invested and keep me knowing that I was on the right track and I was doing like my soul work. I love it. I love it. Wow. What, what you said is so powerful because yes, we start doing something and there's more to it. Say for example, with me, calendar invites. Oh, I used to hate doing cal- calendar invites and I still do. But then but then some people need that calendar invite so they could put put it and I just the whole text and the whole that bit of it, like going to someone's website, email emailing them through their website, like from their actual trying to schedule a time through like you know, there's so much to it from the tech side. Yeah. But but it's just mm-hmm. kind of balancing everything and just knowing that all these little things are gonna add up to a bigger piece which is gonna come together uh Freya tell me about your skincare what did you learn what did what was the biggest lesson you learned from that um I guess what did I learn from that that yeah that was hard I I still feel a lot of resistance around that I mean there's just so many hoops you have to jump through it's not like you know the fun bit which was me in the kitchen mixing and matching and using oils and plant butters and you know whipping up these creations like that that creative part of it the the bit where I was making the product I loved that but that's only like 10% of it and then I think the thing I learned was like you do need and this is with anything it's the same with my business now like 10% of what I do is the fun bit actually working with people and using my gift and with the skincare that was just a small portion of it but then to actually make money and get it to more people and to market it and you know all of that side of things takes a lot of work and you need to be able to wear so many different hats and unless you have a huge amount of capital from the outset to like just pay someone to do it then you're you're gonna have to do shit that you don't want to do and learn skills that you you know didn't have already and basically just do about 20 different jobs that usually in a larger company like there would be one person at least for each of those roles but you know you have to just do it all yourself because you're a startup and it's a tiny little company and you know that's like definitely value in that but I think that was a pretty big barrier for me which is why I still haven't managed to get it to market obviously because you know I, I I mean I got distracted with other pursuits but yeah I think um I think I learned some pretty hard lessons about business and yeah, I don't even know if, the, if they were particularly positive ones. If you've got a really entrepreneurial personality and you're very tenacious and persistent and, you know, you don't mind all of that, then awesome. But for me, I was just like, oh, this is wearing me down. You know, it was just like hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. So I'm probably not the best person to talk to about like gifts and lessons from No, moms. but Freya, no, like no, <laughs> the Freya, but honestly, what you're saying <laughs> is the truth. What you've said, the 10% of using your gift, it is true. Like say, for example, me mm. and you doing this podcast, we sat down, we scheduled it perfect. We're here. This is the fun bit. I get to interact. I get to ask questions. Mm. Then, then I have to edit it. Then I have to do all the other bits for example taking clips or making audiograms then putting it on the socials putting it on all the socials that Mm -hmm. for me is like a drag like it just you know I'm just like totally exactly yeah Yeah. but this goes to show to everyone that there's so much to it it's not just the gift it's it's not all about the fun then it comes other pieces other pieces play a part in it and that's the beauty of of Mm. what you have just said Freya what would you say to anyone that's kind of bouncing between jobs that doesn't really know that's like I don't know if this is for me or if I'm going to stick at it like what advice would you give to them 
definitely find something that you adore doing I know like it is it's very tricky it took me years and years and years of being like what is my thing what do I want to be doing and you know maybe there were things that I did for a couple of years that I really enjoyed but didn't wind up being my ultimate thing but I knew when to call it and I knew when to move on rather than staying in something that doesn't totally like you know feel aligned for me and that I know I'm only going to continue getting more and more burnt out by I would jump ship you know I know a lot of people that kind of it's it's scarier to leave the sort of comfort of the known which is the job that they're currently in but maybe a bit miserable or not super fulfilled by it's like way scarier you know to like take the leap and start something new because it's the unknown and I just feel like that keeps us in ruts and it keeps us in situations that are yeah not not feeding our soul and they're not furthering us along a journey like I'm I'm totally I understand like change is scary and of course when it comes to like I mean I know this happens a lot when people are like wanting to start their own business but they've got like a salary job so they're kind of doing their own business on the side a little bit and hoping that that gets big enough until you know that they can then quit their actual job but there's always you know usually there's a bit of a gap in between where you do just have to like let go of one trapeze before you can grab hold of the next one and you're in air and you're like holy fuck, what if this doesn't work? And I think people are so afraid of that and they're like very afraid to leave the cushy job and the kind of benefits that come with a regular salary and that security that they don't take opportunities or risks that might actually completely change the game for them for the better you know and so I'm all about taking the risks I'm all about changing things up if it's not feeling great if it's not really working if you feel like there's more out there then try something new or start seeking you don't have to leave your job immediately but start start thinking about what else you might want to do or you know just seeking an alternative so that you're keeping your options open and you're not just resigning yourself to doing something that you don't love because you know, you probably can find something that is a little bit more suited to your unique skills. And it does, it takes a bit of work to figure that out sometimes, but it's very worth doing if you can. Wow. What you said is so powerful because sometimes it's a comfort zone. Sometimes it's knowing, will it go right? Will it not? What comfort zone do I have? What what advantages come with the job? What if I don't make it? What if I fall back behind on my bills like there's so many things going on in the unknown and like you said jumping from one trapeze to the other and looking at the way down that's really high up I'm thinking oh my god (laughs) if I fall like it's gonna hurt and then getting back up is gonna be even harder Mm. but but that is the truth that is the reality and if you do if you are able to make it on, on the other side honestly it's beautiful on the other side yeah yeah it can be really worth it yeah, hundred percent. Freya, tell me about um your merch. So, so you're very entrepreneurial. Like you're very creative. You're very bubbly. So obviously, uh, your skin. I couldn't see the skincare products anywhere on the website, but I love that you mentioned it. But I saw the merch that you have, like the fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't sell the skincare online at the moment. I okay. don't have like the packaging done for it or anything. But yeah, with the merch, it's all like artwork done by a friend of mine, and most of the merch is for my podcast the labia lounge so I just kind of I was like well I don't want just your average t-shirt I want to have fanny packs I want to have like face masks I want to have all sorts of weird shit so yeah I managed to find um, a company that would do custom uh, fanny packs and things like that so pretty much that's yeah that's just me having a little bit of fun because 
yeah like that that's part of the fun bit you know like the podcast is super fun making and designing like merch that's the fun bit but then I guess the actual you know marketing and sales side of it is not so fun but not, not really much more to say about the merch other than that it's really funky and I would legit wear it as like a fashion item it's not like your average kind of merch that's maybe a little bit lackluster or boring or dorky it's um you know it's meant to be quite quite um very vibrant very yeah. colorful very pretty yeah. very like if you walk on a yeah. street and you wear like a fanny pack like you would straight away look at the fanny pack like you wouldn't even look at their face <laughs> like the colors would just attract you to to the area you know yeah 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 I think you could wear it as like festival fashion or something like that which is you know also a big part of my life is festivals and live music scene and dancing and things so you know expressing myself through color and clothing is also something that I really value one one thing I love about you is that you're very disciplined like not disciplined very goal orientated you told me because to all the listeners I was meant to do an episode with Freya but the connection wasn't too good um, and she's like well I'm, I'm starting my podcast and you have already started your podcast you've already got episodes on it and and not even that the duration they're like an hour and a half long so congratulations Raya. oh i i'm trying to get it a little bit tighter and make it more succinct because i know you know people's attention spans aren't that great these days but i just can't seem to keep it much shorter than that you know like the topics that i'm talking on and i'm interviewing people about are like massive topics and they're quite vulnerable and you know I want to do them justice so like if I'm talking about sex or sex positive parenting or vaginal health or you know like communication in relationships or something like that like sexual trauma maybe porn addiction like all of these different topics I'm covering I really want to like do them in a way that gets in like as much information across as possible and I also have a couple of segments in the podcast where I like ask people who come on the potty, like pretty vulnerable questions. You know, I'm asking them for some, some sort of stories and personal anecdotes from their life about, about sex, about vaginas, about relationships, about their bodies and the sex education they had in school and things like that. So I kind of feel like I need to make the podcast long enough that I can develop a bit of rapport with them and ask them some questions about other things. And then we kind of like slowly ease into the really like juicy stuff. but yeah I don't feel like that's taken any discipline the podcast because that is like something I have so much fun with and it's just like a great um excuse to get in touch with people that I admire and respect and like want to have a chat about their work because it's in you know a complementary industry to mine and so yeah I mean once we're on the you know like you were saying once you're having a chat like that is it's so much fun and that's kind of just flowed really nicely actually the podcast has just been yeah, feeling quite effortless in that it's so inspiring and creative that I'm really enjoying it. Whereas, yeah, like maybe some other sides of the business, not so flowy, not so enjoyable. And therefore just I'm nowhere near as disciplined about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this and this goes a message for everyone. Like if you say you're going to do something, go do it. Like Freya was like, yeah, I'm starting my podcast. And she's now done it. She's now bringing guests onto the show. She like, you know, even if it's very deep conversations and yeah, you do. If it's a very deep conversations, very deep questions and building rapport, 
you do need that time uh, to be able to get through that but it's mm-hmm. honestly it's amazing it's amazing because the podcast has allowed me to connect with people you like I never knew I could connect with people all over the world um, all through a podcast because mm. you're creating that safe space for them to come on and talk or um, just yeah because if I didn't have the podcast I wouldn't be able to connect with people from all over the world in the way that I'm doing it through the podcast mm, totally yeah it's pretty amazing actually yeah exactly and and not even that I feel like if you want to do it or you naturally gravitate you should definitely 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 um go and do it Freya what what is your favorite book Mm, you I mean I love to read uh for sort of pleasure and enjoyment I read sort of fantasy and sci-fi but then in terms of like personal growth and education I just really get super nerdy about sexuality and you know like psychology and trauma and things like that so some really amazing books that I highly highly recommend to everyone I speak to Vagina by Naomi Wolf which is pretty on brand for me um and then there's there's an amazing book about trauma called The Body Keeps the Score wow um, and wow, then I that, love that's powerful called, yeah yeah um I mean most of the books that I love are like very much based around like women's empowerment sexuality menstrual cycle awareness relationships you know like all of that kind of stuff which I feel like everyone should be making an effort to learn more about because we just don't we don't get taught it or modeled modeled it anywhere exactly. really in our lives and wind up in all of these dysfunctional patterns so I know that on that stuff but yeah I would definitely go and read vagina there's also a book called cunt there's a book called pussy they're all amazing <gasps> oh you're, you're the second person um, that recommends pussy I think yeah really what do you what book, do you think yeah. of that yeah I love it I love um I love like mama Gina who who wrote the book and she has this amazing I actually would love to get her on my podcast um been meaning to get in touch with her but yeah she's got like a, the school of womanly art I think she's in the states but the, the whole book it's it's called pussy a reclamation and it's really incredible it's all it's about all the stuff I just talked about but yeah sort of menstrual cycle awareness and women's empowerment sexuality connection to your body and your sensual energy communicating boundaries and desires and it's really helpful and it's got some very like practical resources and tips and yeah practices that you can actually do as you go through the book so I would I would recommend that to everyone yeah I love it I love it Freya what inspires you um what inspires me so many things you know like obviously all of this stuff around I feel like I'm inspired but I'm also impassioned to do something about you know, this whole issue around women and oppression and sexual stigma and all of that, like I'm, I'm so enraged by the state of things that I'm impassioned to then, you know, do something about it, which is inspiring. But then, you know, on a like simpler level, I'm really inspired by dance and anyone just doing something they're really passionate about nature and animals and just like the minutiae of um you know I can sit and watch we have like chickens and turkeys and I can just sit and watch them you know an hour or two and just observe things that I'm so fascinated by you know in their like behavior and habits and things like that so I just I get inspired by things that are quite simple sometimes but then with work definitely very inspired by creativity and boldness and people just going for it you know just like fucking doing it um because I feel like so many people talk a lot 
oh Freya tell me about it Freya (laughs) tell me about it girl yeah and it's like okay cool you've been talking about that for like five years when are you gonna do it like you you know like let's fucking get a spreadsheet out or a flow chart and let's just like map this shit out are you gonna do it like I'll, I'll support you to do it but like you need to actually take some action, you know? So I just, I get quite inspired when people are actually putting their money where their mouth is and doing shit. And I don't do do that all the time. Like, no way, I totally don't. And there's so much fear and insecurity and imposter syndrome and, you know, not enoughness that comes into the equation and then stops me from like pursuing certain dreams or projects. But I'm getting better and better at just giving it a go, doing it anyway, really trying to, walk the walk and when I see other people doing that too you know if I'm not just like riddled with envy I'm pretty fucking inspired <laughs> not not babe I just love effort effort let me just see you try it okay you failed okay but let me just see you at least attempt it at least get out of your comfort zone at least get the spreadsheet out at least take a you uh like a course at least watch a video on YouTube at least do a Udemy course do something anything but just make a step do a baby step do a little crawl do mm. a little, like you know yeah. if you can't if you can't run jog if you can't jog crawl do something just get up yeah um but yeah too many people just talk and talk and talk so yeah what you said is that is truly inspiring when someone just goes for it and i will say okay it didn't work out but we're going to try another way that is amazing i love that uh freya what knowing where you are now knowing where um that you have found your life's purpose you're working with women you're you're changing their lives and you're causing a positive ripple effect in society what advice would you give to your younger self just keep going I think you know and like I would probably also just it's not so much advice as reassurance and just say like it's going to be okay you are okay you know I like had so much self-doubt and so much fear and lots and lots of like low points of depression and mental health issues and I just I was so lost for so much of the time and then when I did try things I would fail or I wouldn't stick at it long enough or I would like get really disheartened and discouraged and give up and then I'd beat myself up for you know for giving up and not persevering and I think you know so hard on ourselves so I think I would just say like hey like don't fucking worry about it you're okay it's okay it's all going to be okay and just keep going because it gets easier and it um it's all going to make so much sense one day, you know, like I'm obviously not just at the pinnacle of where I want to be right now, but I'm so much further along than I ever thought I would be. And the fact that I'm now, you know, I'm doing something I love. I've started my own business. I'm working one-on-one with clients and, and having a positive impact. And I'm like, you know, getting to do my own podcast and like all of that, all of that stuff. I would never have believed that I would have you know, achieved. So just saying like, if you keep going and you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, it's all going to kind of make sense. And you'll be, you'll be doing something that you love and it'll, you know, it'll flow from there, I guess. I love it. I love it. And the decisions we make today will shape our tomorrow as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Take risks, you know, like that's, that's something that I really pride myself on. I'm very like grateful to myself for like, taking the leap and never just settling for something that wasn't fulfilling me and that I knew wasn't it you know it would have been a lot more financially secure and I probably could have owned my own house by now if I had have just gone to university and like done the job that my parents wanted me to do and stuck with something long enough you know I'm 31 now so I probably there's all this part of me that's like oh my god I thought I'd be so much further along by now I thought I'd have more money I thought I'd have more stability but at the same time like I'm very grateful to myself for just never settling for something that wasn't it for me and didn't feel awesome and taking risks and, 
you know, having ideas and then giving them a go because otherwise I would have just always wondered and I would have always just kept talking about it and not doing it, you know. And, and, and you know when we wonder, like we wonder, like say at the end of the day when we go to bed and you just have that thought and it's like, should I really be doing this? Could I have done better? Could my mm. life have been better? Like, you know, that is the most awful thing on planet Earth, like to to, to mm. have those thoughts because you're constantly battling with yourself and thinking, could things mm. have, what what way, how could it have turned out? What could I have done different? So yeah, well done on you, girl, because it's not easy. Freya, how can our <laughs> listeners connect with you? So my Instagram account, Freya underscore graph underscore YMT. Um, that's somewhere where I'm pretty active. I post lots of really great content there. Got, you know, my website at just freyagraph.com. I'm sure you'll chuck the links in the show notes. I'm just just on those regular platforms, but I guess like the main, not to, not to cut your lunch, but, um, if, if people have room for another podcast in their lives, then definitely my podcast, the labia lounge is yeah. My sort of favorite project at the moment where I'm, I'm releasing an episode every week and congrats really girl. Feedback one, that, one, so. one episode every yeah. week. You go girl, keep it up, keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's a Facebook group um, called the labia lounge. So if you just join the Facebook group, that's, that's quite an intimate group where there's just a whole heap of really beautiful women and community. And we talk about sex and we talk about relationships and we ask each other for support and advice. And there's lots of educational little bits and pieces. And yeah, that's probably a good place to, to connect with me as well. I love it. I love it. Tell us about your courses and your services. So at the moment I've got, I'm working on, just before I got on this call, actually, I've been working on a uh, course called Queen Out, which is just going to be an online course for women. Yeah. Like a three month sort of course that will kind of distill all of my best sort of teachings and knowledge and and things like that but the that's not available yet so the main thing I've got um, at the moment is my one-on-one online coaching Um, and I have stud in the sack which is for men heterosexual men that want to be better lovers in the bedroom for women and then I've got um, my my version of that for women they're both three months long online coaching courses and the women's one is called queen out as well so that's sort of um yeah regular sessions with me chatting and coaching sex education lots of support um 24-hour access to me um via whatsapp in case you need extra support or you've got questions that pop up and then lots of practices and home play exercises and journal prompts and different resources and things throughout that three months that I'll be I guess like tailor tailoring to the specific client so yeah if you want to work with me and you're not you don't happen to be in this tiny little part of Western Australia um, then I do the online coaching journeys I love it I love it when will Queen Out come out uh probably in a few months I'm I'm aiming to film yeah, at the end of this month. So maybe maybe give it like three months from now. Uh, and I did, I forgot, I actually have a couple of really small um, sort of offerings. There are mini trainings online. So there's, again, one called Start in the Stack, which is for men, about demystifying the female body. Um, and that's just like a, an hour and 45 minutes. It's like 60 bucks. Um, there's a $25 one for women about expanding your pussy pleasure potential and stopping relying on a vibrator so it's it's training your body to feel pleasure in lots of different ways and and not need the vibrator anymore if if you have become reliant on a vibrator so there's a couple of little like 
mini trainings and online offerings, but that's all just on my website. Um, you can check that out on the shop section of my website. I love it. I love it. And then I also saw on the website that you have a link for Crystal Wands. Is it Crystal Wands and something else? Yeah, that's so I'm just an affiliate of a, a woman who lives in Perth and she's got a she's basically created an empire, like a sex toy crystal wand empire called Yoni Pleasure Palace. So I I am an affiliate. They're not my product, but I okay. recommend those products and yeah. Yeah. Got it, got it. Girl. One day I hope to have my own range. <laughs> no, you go, girl. We're, we're already at it. You already know. You already have the merge. You have the skincare. Like, you know, you slowly have the like the basis, like the foundation. So so the day that yeah. you do launch it, at least you already have those pieces covered, you know, because you've already done it a few times yeah. before. So it's amazing. And also we never know when the information that we learned in the past will help us in the future. Totally. Yeah as well uh freya would you write a book yeah i think it's definitely on the cards at some point i mean right now it feels like it feels like starting a podcast did a year ago you know like a year ago i was like oh i'd love to start a podcast but it just feels like way too huge and way too scary and i don't know what i'm doing and that's really far off in the future and then one minute i was thinking that and then the next minute i was just like ready you know um i'd gained enough you know tools and resources and like inner resources you know confidence and self belief to get to the point where I was like yes it's time I've got this podcast let's go and I think that it's gonna I'm hoping it's gonna work like that with the book you know right now I'm just like oh god no there's no fucking way I could write a book right now like that would be such a massive undertaking I I think I'd be crippled by imposter syndrome like there's so many great books that people have already written I don't think I could do a better job of it so why would I bother you know all those thoughts but I think eventually I'll, I'll totally write a book I've always been really into writing and um it sort of seems like the next obvious progression you know um once I've got the online course happening and the podcast ticking along I feel like I feel like a book might be on the cards <laughs> it's, it's beautiful and the thing is even though there's so many books out it, no one would say it the way you would say it or, the, or explain it the way you would explain it or share the experiences no one else would have the experiences you've had so the way you would um show it portray it in the book would be very different so for the newbie for the beginner that's slowly getting into um this field would be like yep I click with you I connect with you I understand you so yeah so, yeah so it's, it's beautiful it's amazing wow I love it Freya you are truly a boss babe thank you for being on the show and thank you for being you thank you for never settling and going after that feeling that says you know what maybe I could have more maybe I could do more maybe maybe this would work out and just are constantly working at it and because it's not easy and not everyone does it and if everyone could do it everyone would be doing it if it was easy so it's only the brave ones that will actually step out mm. that would actually attempt it that would actually say you know what I'm a dib dabble in different things until I find what best suits me and the truth is our journeys everyone's journey is very different everyone's gift is very different you know whatever their their thing is whatever clicks with them is so um congratulations girl thanks girl yeah thank you appreciate that thanks for having me you're very welcome thank you for being on gentle touch freya have a beautiful day okay i'll be in contact when the episode is out all right see you later love bye sweetie bye honey hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful if you did be sure to leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. thank you for listening and joining gentle touch i'll see you in the next episode want to get in touch feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. 
Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.